right, thanks for tuning in to the sixth episode of the Fourth and Whiskey Podcast. My name is John, and I will be your host for the next 30 to 40-ish minutes. Grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy the show. All right, all right, all right. Today we're going to be talking about the Bills' recent games, uh, a little insight into the Steelers game this week, uh, talking about some Buffalo Sabres preseason and regular season outlook. We also have a Rosie update, a pregnant Katie update, and of course a brand new bourbon this week that I'm a huge fan of. However, this week is brought to you by the Kaufman Law Group, who serves clients throughout the Massachusetts area. My brother-in-law, Caleb, is a shark of a lawyer, and the Kaufman Law Group is an incredible legal team. If you are in the Massachusetts area and are in need of a great litigation team, please contact the Kaufman Law Group. Ask for Caleb, Victor, or Lees, and tell them John sent you. My sister, Anna, has also done a great job lately of making Caleb, her husband, a a big Bills fan. So I know he is rooting for Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. So shout out, Caleb. Let's go. All right, this week we are going to dive into a personal favorite of mine. It is Blanton's Single Barrel. This is an incredibly delicious product, um, but it's been tough to find lately. Uh, They've had some stock and aging process issues, uh, but I highly suggest to get it if you can find it at the store. Uh, Blanton's also has a really cool feature where the bottle stoppers are shaped like racehorses and uh, each one of them is a little different. It'll spell out Blanton's and it looks like the race, the horse is running uh, a race from start to finish. So uh, you can buy the whole set on their website at plantsbourbon.com or if you're like me, you can try and collect them all by going through different bottles (laughs) Um, so a little background on Blanton's here when early settlers moved west in search of more landed resources many settled in what is now the commonwealth of Kentucky these settlers of Scottish German and Irish descent brought uh, brought with them their stills and their distilling knowledge They quickly discovered that Kentucky was the ideal place to make a great whiskey. Um, One of the reasons is the vast deposits of limestone rock that will filter unwanted materials out of the water used in the distilling process. A second is the soil and climate are very, very good for growing corn, which is obviously bourbon's primary ingredient, uh, which gives it that distinct sweet flavor profile. And then the final factor is the wild swings in temperature from season to season or even day to day. Uh, you know, since bourbon is aged in charred oak barrels, the changes in temperature cause the wood to repeatedly absorb and release the whiskey which allows it to get you that final product that oaky notes and that amber color Um, 
Single barrel bourbon started with Bland's in 1984. So nearing retirement, master distiller Elmer T. Lee was tasked with creating a bourbon of exceptionally high quality. Um, With careful reflection, he looked back on his earlier days of his career in the late 1940s when he worked under Colonel Albert B. Blanton. And Colonel Bland was the president of the distillery until 1952. Mr. Lee remembered that when Colonel Bland would entertain dignitaries and other important guests, he would handpick, quote-unquote, honey barrels from the center cut of Warehouse H and have that bourbon bottled one barrel at a time. So as a tribute to Colonel Blanton's old traditions, Elmer T. Lee decided to name his new bourbon Blanton's Single Barrel. Elmer T. Lee introduced the world to Bland's Single Barrel a year before he retired. In doing so, he revolutionized the industry by creating the super premium category of bourbon with the world's first single barrel bourbon. This idea was somewhat radical at the time, and it challenged the identity of what most folks thought bourbon to be. And now today, most distilleries offer one or more uh, single barrel bottlings, but Bland's was the first and still believed to be the finest single barrel on the market. And that is something I would definitely agree with. Uh, This is bourbon I typically drink neat or with just a single ice cube. So this week I will not be making a cocktail recommendation for this one. Um, If you can find it at the store, buy it. Also, if you can find it at the store, buy me a bottle. The Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board is the absolute worst. And if any Blanton's or Buffalo Trace distillers uh, are out there listening, please, please, please send me a bottle. And from there, we are going to move on to some Buffalo Bills talk. make me wanna shout all right so after a disappointing loss to the dolphins where josh and the offense couldn't seem to find the end zone they came right back out and beat the ravens with a walk-off field goal by tyler bass you know when the miami game there was a lot of issues um but most notably was some lack of accuracy from josh allen um i know he threw for almost 400 yards and and ran for even more but it was just that last pass uh to 
McKenzie, where he was wide open and he threw it ten, you know, 10 yards into the ground ahead of him and it bounced up into his hand. So, yeah, obviously a little concerning, uh, but it wasn't the best conditions in Miami. The, the Bills' sideline was literally baking in sun all game long. And, you know, hey, we saw a lot of guys go down with, like, dehydration issues. Um, and even Josh came out afterwards and, and said he, he didn't feel right for – for at least three or four days after that game Uh, so yeah not a great showing out of Miami uh, or out of the Bills in Miami but um, you know gotta turn it around and and come back you know two of freaking stinks and yeah he was lucky that they got the win there but Coming back into this last week, they uh, go into Baltimore and, you know, kind of a rainy, wet, windy day on Sunday. And Bills start off with the ball and Josh throws an interception. You know, it was a bounced pass off of the receiver and, and right into the hands of the cornerback and you know, from there, it, it definitely didn't start to look better. Bills were down 20-3, to three, and it looked like it was going to be a 10-plus point massacre. Um, however, you get a couple of interceptions from Jordan Poyer, and then all of the pressure that the D-line was putting on Lamar uh, made him make mistakes and go three and outs, so... The game ended up obviously being a W for uh, Buffalo, and you can add some of that into uh, Tavon Austin, who was playing the scout role of of Lamar in practice. So they they had a good idea of you know personality and and personnel that they were going to be going up against. Um, you know, Von Miller made his presence known. Uh, but yeah, obviously missing at Oliver was huge. Uh, but a lot of the other D line stepped up. Matt Milano and Edmonds both had fantastic games. Um, they led led the team in in tackles, and I think it's time for the Buffalo Bills to pay Edmonds, um, give him his contract, and keep him around because that is a scary duo of middle linebackers and I want to see what he can continue to to grow into um he's only 23 or 24 years old so you know obviously has a lot of room to learn and grow and he's big he's mean and he's so so fast uh so pay pay Edmonds if you guys are listening to Buffalo pay him keep him around <laughs> um so we we did see a couple injuries during that game, though. Uh, Jamison Crowder and McKenzie were both taken off the field and did not return. Uh, obviously very concerning because Josh loves to, th- to move the ball around and spread it around to all of his receivers and his running backs. So we'll see what happens here. Um, but I am a little excited as a WVU guy because I think this will mean Tavon Austin is elevated from the practice squad and he will be put on the 53-man roster next week versus the Steelers. Um, And then if McKenzie can't 
go if he's out for the week I would expect either Tavon or uh, Shakir to handle all of his return duties Um, and I love Shakir I I said it before the draft I said it after they drafted him this guy is going to end up being a stud in the NFL but I'm excited because I've seen what Tavon can do as a WVU guy and going all the way back to his college days he is so much fun to watch Um, he's explosive and he's shifty and he can move around and jump around anywhere so I think a guy like that Josh Allen is going to absolutely love because he always gets open and never gives up on a play Uh, you know he's he's going to be running around Josh is running around in the the backfield looking for a receiver Tavon's going to be open, so it'll be a lot of fun to see if uh, those two can start connecting, and if they do, eh, Crowder might be uh, out of a job because I I always thought uh, Tavon was better than Crowder to begin with, but uh, Tavon's a must-add in all PPR leagues. This is a guy you want to have at least on your bench before the week ends or before someone else snags him up. Uh, Now the Steelers come into town this week, and they're going to face off against Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and Von Miller. And Kenny Pickett is in line for his first NFL start. And I wouldn't wish this on any of my worst enemies because Von Miller and Greg Russo are going to do some damage to Kenny Pickett. This poor kid doesn't even understand what he's about to go through. And if Ed Oliver is healthy and he comes back this week, look out. There's going to be four or five plus sacks easy. Uh, Steelers O-line is trash to say the to say the least uh you know hey Najee's gonna have to play up to his first season results but you know the bills have have kept better runners to fewer yards so so I, I i don't see anything good happening for the steelers this weekend um i'm looking at a gabe davis bounce back week and i think cook we're gonna see get more involved in the running game and not just the passing game um you know with holding on to the ball issues between singletary and moss i think this is time for for cook to step up and 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 show why he was taken as high as he was uh, but it'll be a great game uh this week it should it should be a lot of fun to watch in buffalo it's it's you know hey uh, always always fun to watch a home game but i'm gonna i'm gonna predict right now uh josh allen throws for over 300 yards he ta- tacks on another 75 rushing and four total touchdowns. So there you have it. There's my play of the week. Josh Allen is going to trounce the, the Steelers here.
All right, and now we're on to the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, this is a young team going through preseason, but they have looked pretty fantastic so far. Starting with UPL, who has played incredible in net, and Owen Power looking like he's a 10-year vet on the blue line. Um, like I said, obviously still preseason, but I'm enjoying the way the team looks so far. Um, we can hope it continues into the regular season. Uh, not going to go too much into it. I don't like to read into preseason games uh, too heavily. So, you know, we're going to kind of leave it there with, with the Sabres. Um, but got a young, hungry group of guys. And hopefully they can, you know, push their way through into the playoffs this year. But we'll start talking about that more in a, a couple of weeks and and dive deeper into what we're what we're liking and what we're seeing there. The puppy who lost his way, by Chrissy Taylor. Mm-hmm. One fine morning, a puppy popped his puppy paws out of his puppy house. This was no ordinary puppy. This puppy was the happiest puppy in the whole world. In fact, his name was Happy. Happy looked through the bushes. I'll never let you get lost again, cried the little boy, who was so happy that he gave Happy a kiss on his wet little puppy nose. The end. Whoa, 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 Miss Slippy. The part of the story I don't like is that the little boy gave up looking for Happy after an hour. He didn't put posters up or anything. He just sat on the porch like a goon and waited. That little boy's got to think, you got a pet. You got a responsibility. If your dog is lost, you don't look for an hour and then call it quits. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. All right, so not a ton of Rosie updates this week. She's been doing better with listening to Katie and being a very, very sweet girl while I am out of the house and at work. Um, She loves her deer antlers. Uh, Katie got her a couple uh, deer, one deer, one elk. And typically when I walk in the door after work, I get a small bark big tail wags and I give her a butt scratch which she absolutely loves so she'll go in between my legs and then you gotta scratch her butt and when she starts doing that she does these little stompy things where she'll stomp each foot and if she's overly excited she'll actually do little hops where just her back legs will hop off of the ground it's it's pretty cute um I'll try and get a video this week of that and post it on my Instagram. But uh, Rosie gets to go outside regularly to play with some of her dog friends that live in this apartment complex. If she sees them out there playing and we're still inside, she gets really upset. And I'm afraid she might jump over the balcony to try and go down there and play with them. Uh, but for the most part, we, we take her out there and she runs around like crazy lady and, and has some fun uh, and, and always steals toys from the other dogs right out of their mouth uh the only time i don't typically take her out there uh, is if she just had dinner because i'm afraid she might throw up but uh but no she's been she's been pretty good although she has been a little rough 
playing with Katie on the couch and jumping on her and you know Katie is now 21 weeks pregnant and and obviously starting to show here a little bit but yeah with Rosie being that aggressive it's it's kind of scary but you know Katie Katie thinks she looks like a quote unquote whale but I think she looks more beautiful than ever and she will not listen to me when I tell her that uh feeling a little rough currently but overall she has been doing pretty great I'm very very proud of her she's a champ uh she also just picked up three full garbage bags of baby girl clothes. So we've got to go through all of those. Uh, we got them from her brother and his wife, who also have two girls at the moment. Kind of some hand-me-downs. But uh, Katie's also been decorating for fall. We have fall stuff everywhere now. And it's her favorite season of the year and i i support her in in all of it and yeah she's she's a basic bitch i love her but yeah she's she basic uh and i'll probably be sleeping on the couch for a while after that comment when she hears it but we also have the anatomy scan coming up this week so we'll find out any potential uh, defects to either of the girls uh, that, that they might have. Uh, she's nervous. I'm excited. I, I think we're going to have some great results from that. Um, like Anna, my sister, she had a scan and they were like, oh, your daughter's going to have a club foot. And, and Anna was distraught for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then Etta was born and everything was fine. So they could tell you some things, but a lot of them you got to kind of take the results with a grain of salt and, and, you know, keep your hopes high. So, you know, I'll keep you all updated on, on how things are going. You know, all seven, maybe eight of you guys who listen. <laughs> but I do I do appreciate you all listening and, and taking the time here. Ledyard whips it up through center. Lafontaine's got a breakaway. Here's Lafontaine going right in on goal to score. Thanks for tuning in to this week of Fourth and Whiskey. I want to give a shout out to Bland's Bourbon and the Buffalo Trace Distillery. If anyone is listening from there, please, please, please send me a bottle or tell me where I can find one in Pittsburgh because I can't find Bland's anywhere and it's killing me. Also, shout out to the Kaufman Law Group. It's Boston's premier litigation team. And my brother-in-law, Caleb, he will work his ass off for you. I want to thank you all for listening. I am still working on my flow and some content. Uh, Luckily, sports are back and I've got more things to talk about. But any and all suggestions are welcome. So please... Send me a message or text me or what have you. But let me know what you guys think. I'm always, always looking to get better. But until next time, please help control the drink population by keeping your beer cold 
and your whiskey meat. We'll see you all later.